Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today. Uh, thank y'all for the prayers during the week. I had a great restful vacation and traveled from one end of Louisiana to the other end of Florida. So it was fun. Um, guys, today is an awesome feast day. I love this feast, uh, the Feast of St. Joachim and Anne, because it reminds us of the humanity of Jesus, right? I think sometimes we just put Jesus in a time, like, okay, he was Messiah, he came. And we remember, okay, he had a, mar- a mom and a dad, Joseph and Mary. But this one, like, puts him super into the human family, right? He had grandparents. No, Anne and Joachim. This is Mary's mom and dad, right? Now, something that came up a while back that I think is worthy of us to kind of break open is people might have the question, so Mary, the church teaches, is immaculately conceived, right? So it means that from the moment of her conception, she had no trace of original sin. It, it was not passed on from Adam and Eve to Mary at the moment of conception. But this is the deal. She was not miraculously conceived as Jesus was. Joachim and Anne, though older in age, they entered into the marital embrace and Mary was conceived in natural form. But a supernatural grace was given to preserve her soul from this trace of any stain of sin. Okay, so I think that's the first thing a lot of people have questions about. You know, no, she was conceived naturally, but with a special grace given by God, merit of her son Jesus, which who was to come. Okay, so that's kind of the first thing. The other thing I think is really neat is just to think about that. Like grandparents, you love your grandkids in ways that the parents don't, right? And you can spoil them in a way that the parents can't, right? And and if anyone has the bragging rights of I have the best grandson in the world. It's, it's Joachim and Anne, right? I don't know if they had photos or who they told, but look at my grandson. He is just a delight, you know? I just, they could honestly say, I worship him, <laughs> right? They could honestly say that and mean it, right? So they love Jesus and Mary with a love that is beyond something we can ever imagine because it comes from such purity of their heart for the love of Mary, and then a different kind of love for Jesus as a grandparent, right? So how amazing must that have been, right, for the two of them uh, to, to see this? And so, yeah, so the scripture says, blessed are your eyes for the see, blessed are your ears because of what they hear. Apply that to Joachim and Anne. What did they see? What did they hear? They saw the Virgin Mary, right? They heard her cry, right? That sorrowful heart of Our Lady that one day would be pierced is the innocent little baby that they got to see. That which Israel was waiting for, the coming of the Messiah, the redemption of Israel, was now the dawning of a new creation in Mary. It's beautiful that the uh, the Israelites, the Jews, they have a belief that in the signs that they were waiting for, for the Messiah to come, they also were waiting for the Messiah's mother. And if they would recognize who she is, then it would point them to who he is. Why did they have that? Well, because of the prophecy of Genesis. Right there in Genesis chapter 2, what does God say? He says to Satan, after the fall, he says, I will put enmity, which means nothing to do with, between you and the woman, between her offspring and yours. So the Jews, in their mind, they were waiting for the woman. And if they saw and they recognized the woman, they would then know who the child was, which would put into a practice, the belief of who the Messiah is, right? So they, they were waiting for the woman. And so when does the woman show up? It's at the wedding feast of Cana, 
right? Mary turns to Jesus, her son, and says, son, they have no wine. They're waiting for wine, which is a prophecy that was given in, in the Old Testament of when the Messiah comes, wine would run through the streets of Jerusalem. And so Mary goes, son, they have no wine. And he looks at his mom and he goes, woman, the concern of this is yours and mine. So Jesus is basically saying, mom, if you want me to reveal to them who I am, that I'm Messiah, and I'm stepping on the stage, I'm also going to reveal to them who you are. So whenever he called her woman, the Jew would have said, there she is. And if I know who she is, I know who he is. See, that's Mary's role in our life. If we know who she is, and she's our mother, we know who Jesus is, right? And so imagine the love and devotion Joachim and Anne had. They know who Mary is, right? They knew who she was. They know the beauty of Our Lady. And so they offered her to God. Right? And so God used that beautiful little temple of hers, that body that he created for her, so he could take flesh of her flesh and bone of her bones and become that Messiah, right? the King of Israel, the descendant of David that comes to us through Our Lady. So maybe in this Mass today, <clears throat> your grandparents somehow, shape or form, remember whenever you were younger how they impacted your faith. Grandparents have a way of impacting our faith in powerful ways. Don't give up on your grandkids, no matter how wayward they may go. They always look to their grandparents as a steady rock and that steady stream of God's grace. So don't give up on them. Keep praying for them. Your prayers will many times lead them right back to where they need to be. So persevere in that wonderful gift of uh, being a grandparent, a parent. And, uh, and let's ask Joachim and Ann today to help us preserve the sanctity of marriage and family life today. Amen? Yeah.